bought a Rari just so I can go faster. Sure. Niggas trying to copy me, they plan catch a tournament. I might pull up in a ghost, no catch a tournament. I've been smoking gas and I got no ass. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. Yeah, 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 in my bank account. I got six, three, four, five, seven, eight shooters in my bank account. What? In my bank account. Bank account. <laughs> Jessica, you need to get hip, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you do. Okay, because <laughs> I have no clue what that song was. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Elton. How are you doing? I'm good. I guess I'm we should like, intro the right the show. exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm Jessica the African, and I am Elton the African. And this is an African and a African walk into a bar. Wait, Jessica, did you see the most recent episode of Blackish? Oh my God, they totally <laughs> stole that shit from us. Did you I, see oh my gosh, I was watching it last night and I was like, yo, somebody stole this from us. When she called Rain- we, Rainbow a fucking African. Do you know somebody who writes for the show? I think we need our intellectual property rights or oh my a check. God. Just like, a little check. Totally. Because I definitely, because I, well, I, I can remember the day that I first called you a African. But anyway, <laughs> since then, I definitely tried Googling it and it's not a thing. So they stole that from us. We need to get, t- I'm going to get a t-shirt that says proud African. Oh my gosh, yes. But you're going to be mad. With all these, Jessica, are you going to do Ancestry.com? I know we're going off topic here, but are you going to do that? Because everybody's doing it. So I kind of want to just because I think it's bullshit. (laughs) Right. So I kind of want to do it because if it's like, you're Nigerian, I'm going to be like, really? I'm Nigerian? Okay. No, Jessica, (laughs) let me tell you something because Lovey did it. Uh, and Apuja just got his, but I know a lot. And Ka- my friend Cassie did it as well. And everybody is from Benin, Togo, or fucking Cameroon. Like that's what I see. So wait, what did Lovey say? She was Benin and Togo, <laughs> but she was from like a nomadic, uh, yeah, tribe, peep tribe or whatever. But okay, so we should do that. It takes three months, so we should do that uh, soon to yeah. see where we're really from. I mean, the problem is then they have your DNA, and that's kind of weird, and then we don't know what they're doing with all this information. Jessica, Apple has our thumbprints. Uh, all kind of other people have our retina scans. Girl, get over it. Nobody has my, well, it's the, If you do those Snapchat filters or Instagram, they literally have your face. That's what they're doing. So. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the show, Jessica, because we... Can we? We are... Because Jessica, you know, is a busy woman, so I have to buy my time with her. Whatever. You know who else is busy, and you know who else had time? The devil. <laughs> the devil or Trump. Don't even talk about the devil that bad, because <laughs> the devil ain't do that to you as bad as Trump has. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, so guess who had big fun down in San Juan, Puerto Rico? Your president. <laughs> Your president, Donald J. Trump. Yeah, so he went to uh, Puerto Rico um, to work on his free point throws because mm-hmm. he was throwing those uh, paper towels like he was pl- at, the, at the damn NBA finals. <laughs> 
I like literally cannot. <laughs> like Jessica, like As we were you can going tell from my constant eye rolls. <laughs> we were like Jessica. We were going down the list of synonyms for exhausted, fatigued, weary. Oh, yeah. I do need another word. I like weary. Most <laughs> <people is> weary. <clears throat> it was just weary. So. What are your thoughts on that, Jessica? What are your thoughts on the whole trip to Puerto Rico? So, first of all, shout out, and oh, I'm sorry I don't have her name. What's the mayor's name? Oh, the mayor of Puerto Rico? Of San Juan. Of San Juan? (laughs) I'm sure it's Maria, but I'm sorry. (gasps) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jessica, continue. Why do you have to be so racist? It's Carmen Yulin Cruz. So not Maria. It was not Maria. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no offense, it was just a joke. <laughs> anyway, shout out to her for that press conference she had. And, you know, really, I mean, obviously she's in passion because she's down there. She's living it. It's not just her and her family that's suffering, but her constituents. So shout out to her for calling everybody out. I just really love that. Um, and I, I just love people who are in political spaces that get Trump all in his Twitter fingers feelings, <laughs> Twitter finger feelings. So shout out to her. But I just think they were trying to keep him out of Puerto Rico for a reason, because nobody needs that man talking off script. OK, because the point <laughs> at which he told these suffering people, you threw our budget out of whack. I was like. And he tried, he tried to, and and he's just so tone deaf. Look how he tried to motivate people. He was like, I mean, it was almost thousands and thousands of people dead in Katrina. Y'all should be happy. Y'all did good. Yo, and the governor of Puerto Rico who was sitting next to him, when he was like, how many people died? The guy's like 16. And he, you just see him sitting so uncomfortable. And Trump is like trying to touch his arm. And he's just looking like, don't touch me. Get your <laughs> little tiny hands off of me. Yeah, Donald J. Donald J. Trump, but I think the thing with him, like I said, he's just tone deaf. And we were having a conversation about, you know, you know, people always like he should get, uh, he should get impeached. I'm just waiting for the day he get impeached. He's gonna do this whole term, Jessica. Like, I just mm-hmm. hope you, are... Jessica. Let me tell no. you. Let me tell you. His base. I'm... No. Jessica. Okay, I literally can't even have that conversation. Like. Do you know, I was somewhere, I was with my friend in Guatemala, and she was like, I can't believe it's only been two years. I said, two years since what? She said, two years since Trump has been president. I was like, what are you talking about? It's It's been like nine months. (laughs) No. Well, yeah, it'll be nine months on the 20th. Yeah. Like, and I was like, it feels like it's been a half of a century. (laughs) Every day, every week is something new. I just don't think he's going to get impeached only because his Trump, I'll say this, only nice thing I say about Trump, he's always been himself. And people, people love that. People are like, you know, no matter what, Trump is being Trump. But that's why I think it's such an amazing time to be alive because everybody can be authentically themselves. And I think that's really exciting. That's it. But um, I can't waste any more of my energy or this show on him. So let's move forward. So uh, let's talk about taking the shackles off your feet so I can dance. (laughs) What? Let's talk about 
Yeah, I love God. What's wrong with you? No. Do you listen to gospel music? I do. Do you know who Mary Mary is? I know they're a group. Mm -hmm. Mary, I'm assuming Mary and Mary. Well, that's not their names. Their names, actual names are Erica and Tina Campbell. But then why is it called Mary Mary? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Why are Migos called Migos? Why are... Well, no, because I think Migos is clever because it is three people, like the three amigos, drop the A because black people are cool and you call it Migos. I think that's really clever, so that makes sense. Well, well, kudos to you, sis. (laughs) Mary Mary is stupid. What about Ray Schrummer? Why did you say what? Well, I thought that was one person, so I can't speak on that. So I think they call themselves Mary Mary because of Mary Mary full of grace. Oh, is that Catholic? a thing? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we know that one half of Mary Mary, Tina Campbell, she is a staunch Christian. Okay. And her Christianity led her to vote for Donald J. Trump. Walk me through it. Okay. I'm listening. So the way she... <laughs> I'm glad you didn't lash out. You just taking it. I'm listening. She said, I was faced with two presidential candidates that I really did not approve of. And so I had to find something, a commonality with one of them that would make me feel like I have, if I have to vote, I should utilize my right to vote. Since I don't prefer either one of them, what can I find that would make me vote? And some of Donald Trump's views on Christianity, honestly, it was, is what caused me to vote for him. Now, Jessica... When you think when you think of Christians, when you think of somebody that is nestled in the bosom of the Lord our Savior, is the first person you think of Donald Trump? Um, I even think of. No, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> right. No, it's not Donald Trump. You know what I remember about John, Donald Trump and his Christianity. Do you remember he was somewhere and he was trying to read a Bible's birth, Bible verse, and I think it was like Second Corinthians or something, and he said two Corinthians. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the point at which I was like, he's never been inside of a church. He said two colon thirty two Corinthians. He's literally never been in a church. He's never seen a Bible except for the little Bibles that be by your hotel bed. <laughs> Did they start he probably don't up? even put them in his Trump hotels. <laughs> oh, no, not a one. He's like, we're not paying for that. So, yeah, so it's just, to me, it's like, for Tina, I mean, girl, I mean, baby girl, nothing about Trump is Christian-like. Like, you know, that, that's, well, nothing about Trump is Christian-like at all. And I just, for her to stand behind that and say, you know, uh, that's why I voted for him. And then she went and like backtracked, like, you know, I don't agree with a lot of things that he's done, but you know, I'm just going to pray for him because he's our leader. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to just hold my thoughts. Jessica, you have to, Jessica, you have to give me, I, cause it's a bigger issue for you. I understand. I know it's exactly. so much bigger. And I'm just not trying I, to, <laughs> I don't want no I, more but, evil emails about me. But, Jessica, so I think what your eyes and your face are telling me is that that is what Christians do. You know, Christians be trying to 
I tried to pray it away. Is that one of the things she says? I don't know, but you can't pray. You cannot pray Donald Trump away. I'm sorry. Like, that's not how this works. And if that's your stance as a Christian, I'm going to pray him away or pray for his sins or pray for something, whatever. Like, we'll all be dead by the time we'll all be that dead. changes something. But Godspeed. Get it? Godspeed. Godspeed. So you're over to, you don't even know who she is, barely enough I don't to even care. know who she uh, is. Jessica, you need to get it. And speaking of praying, we do have to touch on um, the situation in Vegas. You know what? Jessica, you can't be over everything. We have to talk no, about I'm these things. ready. <laughs> okay. I am not a religious person. Okay. I heard about, I was in Central America somewhere. I literally, when I heard about this, I said, I'm going to start praying. I'm going to try anything. Wow. Because honestly, I, I had, I was on Instagram. So I, you know, I just came back yesterday from Nicaragua. I did like a 10 or 12 day trip through Central America and I had opened Instagram and I saw someone's thing that said, pray for Vegas. And I'm like, what happened now? And I Googled it and I'm like, what? And so I really was like, should I read anything? Do I really want to dig into this or do I just want to let myself be ignorant? Stupidly, I got on Twitter and I was filled with rage and sadness and confusion and just overall disappointment because Bill O'Reilly said, this is the price for freedom. Wow. Like the point at which I really pride myself on being able to like understand people, different people's points of views, even if they're different right. from mine. But honestly, the point, like I. Take your time. Take your time. Sis. Take like, your time. Really. <laughs> so I just came home. This part, someone picked me up from the airport and we kind of started talking about this. And this person said to me when I said there is no reason for anybody to have access to a military grade weapon. This man said to me, because, you know, I was talking about legislation, and he said to me, that won't change anything because they have 3D printers and they can print their guns. No. He and I was like, <laughs> just go, what are you, oh, just my go, God. What are you talking about? Elton, I literally was about to jump out of the car on the freeway and not give just a fuck. Go, what like, are you talking I was, about? So, and it's so funny because, like, we've gone out a couple times, and he was like, I think the reason I'm single is because people think I'm conservative. I was like... Like, Elton, I literally wanted to roll into traffic. (laughs) I wanted that to be the end of my life. (laughs) Didn't even say a word. Just unlock the door. (laughs) Quietly just fall out. (laughs) No, you got to give that little hand. You know that little hand where you're just like, that little, that little, and a dot, like, okay. Yep, like, okay, fine. I'm good. (laughs) Like, I just, you know, like, the fact that people still can't say, hey, you know what, I'm, I think guns should be banned, but you know what? I'm on. I'm at the point where I'm just like, yo, can we just only have handguns? Can we not have automatic weapons? Like, can we get to that point? So the people, uh, it's okay. So you know, the First and Second Amendment, you know, freedom of speech and the right to bear arms mm-hmm. are like hand in hand, and I just see the difference where. It's Jessica so much. Like there's so much. It's, it's so it's so much. I can't even begin to start. So much. Like my heart is racing right now. Because 
Colin Kaepernick has the freedom to take a knee, but he's being lambasted for being anti-American. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, people in, um, uh, what's that part of Virginia where they did that? Charlottesville? Charlottesville. Yeah, in Charlottesville, they have the right to their speech as well, you know? And it's like, but they're, they're good people on both sides of that. And then like- you get... So I know we got to we got to calm down. So I think one thing that put in perspective is like when black people exercise their rights, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And when white people exercise their rights, it's fine. So I saw something okay, on Twitter. But can we can me, we? OK, OK. Let me say, say, that I'll say this one part. Okay. I'm going to say this one part. I'm okay. sorry it takes so long to get there. No, but I think okay. the one thing is that they said if every black man in America went in and got an AR-15 assault rifle, they would change Amendment all... 28. I don't know what amendment we have, but that one. <laughs> we are amendment going to amend 28, the hell 29, out of this amendment. 25, whatever the amendment. They are, with, and I think they are going to amend the fucking Constitution. That, that would be the great equalizer if when black people exercise... Whenever black people exercise any right, Y'all, then that is such they, a great point. They change it. So that's so what I think. So if there's any black listeners out there, Let's all go get, guns. get your guns. <laughs> Go get your guns, you know, wherever you are. I mean, no, but see, that's the thing, though. That shit is dangerous because, like, you go get a rifle and you walk in the street with it, you're dead. You can't just walk around with your rifle on your back like some of these folks. You can't even walk around with a toy gun and be 12 years old, Tamir Rice. I just, Elton, it's so Elton, much. No, I think oh, we need to oh, move forward. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, before we move forward, oh, we're going to talk. We are going to talk about the way they are talking about this terrorist and i love that you brought up this thing about tamir rice because i think it was the police chief in miami who said if you act like a thug you're gonna get killed referring to tamir rice but then when you talk about this fucker they're like oh he was a he was he was so quiet there were no signs this jessica he loved country (sighs) he loved country music he kept to himself you know the humanization of white men like why are we not afraid of white men i mean i under it's clearly a rhetorical question we need to be afraid of white men white men are the ones who start wars they're the one who kill people en masse we nobody else is doing this you know i mean even when they talk about like islam and all of these things you want to go back to your holy wars you want to go back to those crusades europeans are the one europeans can we talk AKA about that uh, white people you are white people are the ones they invented who are the this most destructive killing. they invented my um hello holocaust i mean where do you want to go with this you want to talk about medieval torture like where where which way you want to talk <laughs> about colonization chattel slavery in the united states where exactly where are we go? going that that just that's I think that's okay, another I, summit. Okay, let's move <laughs> that's, on. Another, this, that's, a that's summit. another summit. But I think that um, it's it's I'm just it's just saying that, that Let me drink it's this wine. right, mm-hmm. please, white or red. I think mm-hmm. that uh, you know, I see a lot of people just are over the human. To your point, the humanization of them, like, oh, he really loved country music, and the reason he shot all those people because Toby Keith canceled at the last minute and didn't come out and play. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not making light of all those deaths, but no, they I just do. they just make light of somebody that's a killer and um and something it, I also want to talk about is like thinking about and I mean obviously I don't think any members of Congress are listening to me, listening to this podcast. Okay. But if they were, I think what's really important is like 
literally putting yourself in the shoes of those people at that concert. The fact that people laid down flat because, you know, that's what you think. Oh, gunshots, let me lay down. But that made them an an even bigger target because their bodies were laid. Like, that fear, can you imagine you're just out in the open and someone is just, like, picking you off? Like, you literally can do nothing. You can run nowhere to get out of the way of this terrorism. This lady to the left of you just got shot in the head, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, And you're running, but you don't even know which direction to run in because you have what? no idea that it's coming from above you. Jessica, when I saw the video, I thought, for some reason, I thought it was a helicopter because it was like... like I thought I was listening to a helicopter oh, that I was watch surveying, the surveying the land. There were, those were actual bullets. Like, it was bullets coming at... They said he was like... He had to, like, push off, like... 40,000 rounds, some some crazy number of rounds. And I'm like... But you know what? There were six-year-olds slaughtered in a classroom. And we refused to change the legislation then. There is nothing. There is nothing that will be changed. Nothing. Nothing. Unless... Unless... Unless black folks, Tyrone, Pookie and them... Pookie and them... And Jorge and uh, Muhammad. Muhammad, if all of us gather up and go get our <laughs> and exercise our right to bear arms. And just actually, you know what it is? Like, even if it's not about like putting your gun on and walking outside with it, imagine if all Jorge, Muhammad, and Tyrone and them all showed up at all of the Walmarts in the country and bought up all of the guns. Oh, that's I'm, t- I'm telling you that would change. So I'm, it's not even like it. you have to put yourself at risk by like being outside in public with a gun because you will get killed. Don't do that. Yep. The police will murder you in cold blood and not see, you know, they won't <laughs> ever right. get justice for that. <laughs> so literally, if we all on one single day go and just buy up all of the guns, you're not, it doesn't even have to only be Tyrone and Muhammad and Jorge. Because we just need to make sure they all sell out. I love those names. Um, I think they're representative. Um, but I think maybe that that could, uh, yeah, that could maybe. Bring I think I, I think that would be the best way. I'm I'm scared. But of you know they're I... gonna call nine one one. They're gonna be like Tyrone, Muhammad, and Jorge are here buying up twenty guns. Y'all need to get down here quick. I don't know exactly. what they're about to do with these guns because when That's... Jimmy, Billy, and Bobby show up to get their. 19 guns that this guy had they're like oh what you going to shoot there billy <laughs> looking like a full ass a whole ass militia oh <laughs> and all of your but you know what the new and all of their militia garb all of the jessica we need to stop okay i can't okay let's stop america like, this done. is the worst literally pop done. culture done. next week we're not talking anything political i'm sorry, sorry <laughs> we're gonna talk about I black just... we're gonna talk about black china and Amber Rose doing a slut walk. What's going on with Black China? Well, they did a slut walk this weekend, but that's beside the point. Anyway. (laughs) So, guys, that has been pop culture. Uh, That went left. Or did it go right as fuck? (laughs) All right. Okay, go ahead, Jessica. So, let's talk about... (laughs) 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 Oh, travel. Uh, Let's get away. One of my favorite things. Let's Let's get away. Let's get away. Okay, travel. 
So one thing I've been thinking a lot about um, since I've been traveling so much is like bucket lists. You know, you hear about these bucket lists. I love the movie Bucket List with Morgan Freeman. And, and Jack so Nicholson? I, yes. I love that movie. It's so cute. So I wanted to talk today about out like what's on our bucket list, but more importantly, what have we done that we think should be on other people's bucket lists? Oh, so, I like Elton, that. Yes, madam. You're, you've traveled pretty extensively around the world. I've seen a place what? or two. <laughs> what have you done that you would recommend to other people? That they Ooh. must, like, they must. If they don't do anything else in their lives, if they're dying in one week, what are th- three to four things that you think <laughs> they must do? Well, damn, you put me on the spot. Okay, I'm like, because I have three things, but I want to go from, like, bottom to the top. So... I would say, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. You need to Sorry. grow up. <laughs> you need to grow up, Jessica. Okay. I, so I would say bucket list things. I would say my third thing on my bucket list. Well, actually, I got four. Okay. So the fourth thing on my bucket list is to go on a safari in Kenya. I mean, mm. in Tanzania. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So Jessica took me, invited me on her birthday trip, who to thunk it, to Tanzania this year and in May. And we were just really rocking with lions, bankhead bouncing with buffalo, <laughs> <laughs> stanky legging with giraffes. And I just thought it was amazing to see animals in their natural habitat. I thought it was really dope. I thought it was uh, and you know Jessica, she has to do things everything luxury. So we was out there in Land Rover drinking wine and I like wearing things. wearing furs that we caught that we actually killed the animals for. So definitely <laughs> that's number four on the list. Number three on my list would be um to do body rafting in Chile. Hmm. So you know, everybody's heard of whitewater rafting. So they have this thing. It's almost like, Jessica, if you could imagine, like, you know what lifeguards hold? Those orange things yeah. when they run out to get you? Imagine something a little bit bigger than that that you could put your elbows in and go on whitewater rafting in a river in Chile. Like, that no, was gracias. Ama- it was just, it no, was gracias. amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. No. Put on your bucket list. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was one of the most amazing experiences, like, thrilling and scary. Uh, number two is go to Zanzibar and go swimming with the dolphins. That has got to be like, that should be a bucket list thing for everybody. Like the dolphins, they pretty much run, they, they roam free. So don't think like SeaWorld where you're like petting them and feeding them little pieces of cubes of cheese. It's more (laughs) like you're, it's more like you're in a speedboat. Dolphins aren't vegan. (laughs) <laughs> dolphins eat everything they're all trashy uh they didn't watch what the health but uh <laughs> clearly <laughs> but uh so jessica that for me that was one of the most amazing experiences of my life we were in the indian ocean out there in uh zanzibar and we would just see like a, a family of dolphins or a school of dolphins i don't know a whatever flood of dolphins and we would just hop in there and swim with them and it was just to me that should be on every single person's bucket list. And the number one thing on my bucket list, uh, last year I went to New Zealand, and I think I talked about it on the podcast before, 
But I did this thing called Zorbing. Do you know what that is? Well, you showed me. I didn't know <laughs> before you showed me. So Zorbing is like this thing I used to see on like real world road rules challenges or something like that. And what it is, you're pretty much in a big ass beach ball and they and they put a little bit of water in there and they roll you down the hill at like 50 miles an hour. Let me, let me do you want me to give you a list of things I'm not doing? Jessica, this is fun. You would you would love that. You would absolutely love it. Everybody would love it. You don't get like sick, you don't break your neck or your ankles. You're in a beach ball. It's like you're just jumping around. If you jump on trampolines, you can do this. So, don't don't come down on my list, guys. <laughs> swim with swim with dolphins. Body raft in Chile and go zorbing in New Zealand. It is one of the most. I guess all my bucket list stuff is like thrill seeking stuff. Yeah, not interesting. What do you, what do you like? I to went. Do? I just Gar- went volcano gardening. boarding, and I'm looking. <laughs> I do like gardening, gardening in the south of France. <laughs> <laughs> right up my alley. Um, I was trying to be a thrill seeker. Went volcano boarding in Nicaragua, and I'm looking at the scars on my leg right now, which is still <laughs> painful. That sounds but, so um, No, that's a good list. I will definitely add, um, I'm planning to go to New Zealand next <laughs> Southern Hemisphere summer, so like next October or something. So I will um, add Zorbing to my... Were you on the North or the South Island, though? I was on the, the big, the North one. Okay. So we just went, um, we went to, uh, we landed in Auckland, and then we drove mm-hmm. like two hours, two and a half hours okay. to get down there. Cool. Well, rented a car, girl. That's what you do. I do love road trips and <laughs> yes. random places. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to run through mine uber quickly. So mine are in no particular order. Okay. So. Oh, goodness. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> first, and again, no no particular order, Angkor Wat in um, Siem Reap, Cambodia. So, I went on a pseudo-solo trip to Southeast Asia in 2015. You're never alone, Ang- Jessica. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> and Angkor Wat was truly... I wasn't alone because I was with my uh, tuk-tuk driver. I, I was, but, <laughs> I'm always with you. When you see two... When you see two sets of uh, footprints in the sand, and it goes to one, that's you. That's me, Carrie. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you saw that (laughs) in your auntie's in your auntie's bathroom? (laughs) It was about auntie's bathroom. I was like, "God got my back." That really. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh my god! So Anchor Wat is really incredible. It is um, an ancient city essentially and it's super intricate and it's just really incredible to see and that was one of the first times that I was on a solo trip and I was like wow you know what I really wish I had someone here with me to experience this Mm. so it was really incredible shout out to Cambodia second is a road trip around the western United States I think so often people are thinking of faraway places obviously the U.S. is far away to some people but I think a lot of times Americans don't take advantage of the amazingness that is the variety in um, terrain and climate of the United States. And back in 2009, me and this Australian guy that I met in a McDonald's in Japan, 
did a road trip around the western U.S. We did nine states, and it was really amazing. Like, the national parks, Yosemite, um, the Grand Tetons, uh, Glacier National Park, Zion National Park. Like, I fell in love with the west coast of the U.S. Not just the west coast, but, like, the states the inside, states. too. Like, yeah. The, the two rows of states in the west. Like, I love Utah. Montana is amazing. Wyoming. So I definitely think that should definitely be on somebody's bucket list. And I think what's amazing about that is it's it's way more attainable than a lot of other things because it'll cost you less money to do it than it would to, like, go to Cambodia or New Zealand or Zanzibar. So I definitely think exploring the Western United States should be on everybody's bucket list. Next up, whitewater rafting on the Nile. So I'm from Uganda, which is the source of the Nile. You're welcome. The pearl pearl of Africa, as it were. As it were. (laughs) Y'all want to be fancy so fancy. All of that. So um, I had been going to Uganda for years, and I knew that you could go whitewater rafting on the Nile, and I was like, why would I do that? And, of course, it took for me to be in Uganda with some American friends, and they're like, let's go. Well, one, not them, because one forced both of us to go. (laughs) She was like, Ashley was like, let's go whitewater rafting. And me and Rosie were like, "Mm, I'm good. Right. I'm good. I just could look at it. So anyway, she convinced us and we went. And honestly, one of the best experiences of my life, like it was just Mm. such an amazing experience. I mean, when we saw the baby alligator, we were like, her mother has to be close. And that's nerve wracking because we were just in the water (laughs) and hippos are more dangerous than lions. And all of those things go through your mind Mm. while you're doing it. Y'all went by (laughs) hippos? We didn't. No, we didn't see hippos. They were like, oh, there's not any hippo in this part. Oh, they were just telling you that. Oh, yeah, it is like hippos kill more people a year than lions. They told us that in a safari. Okay, go ahead. Hippos are dangerous, as are crocodile. And we definitely saw a baby crocodile on a rock chilling. So, you sure there's no crocodile? Your mammy and your pappy are somewhere near. Very close. So, it was really cool. I mean, the boat flipped out. It's like grade five rapids. It's just an amazing Grade five will kill you. Yeah, they were telling us about, like, people who worked for the company that had died. No, yeah, like you can't. You're not supposed to do five. Well, grade six is gonna kill you. Grade five is. Grade six is the highest. Yeah, most people do grade three. Grade five is okay. I did great because when I did the body rafting that you denounced, (laughs) I did grade three. But there was like two parts that were grade four. When I tell you, I thought I was in somebody's whirlpool. uh, Oh, (laughs) motherfucking exactly washing machine. (laughs) I was like, I'm dead. That I knew I died. Like when the boat flipped over in that grade five rap, I was like, "This is how I die." At least, cool. like, cool. At least I'm where I would need to be buried because I'm unmarried, <laughs> so I have to be buried where my father is buried. So I'm Uh-oh. already half. Yeah, all these rules nugget. Um, so at least I was already there. So definitely go whitewater rafting on the Nile and then go play with gorillas after. And then lastly, the Pyramids of Giza. I think this has to be on a bucket list. There's a lot of cliche things. People like, go to Machu Picchu, go see the Great Wall, go see the Colosseum, blah, blah, blah. I've seen a few of those. And honestly, the the Pyramids, it's one of those things you read about your whole life and you see your whole life, but to actually see the Pyramids, like... I went back in 2009, so it was before the Arab Spring. But, like, 
I still can't even believe I was standing there. Like I have pictures and just thinking in my head, I'm like, I was standing in Egypt looking at the pyramids of Giza. It's so amazing. And you don't realize how big they are. Each stone is one meter or three feet high. Each wow. stone. Like, and I don't think you can understand the massiveness. Right. It's massive. And to know that this was created like 2,000, more than 2,000 years. No, like what? 4,000 years 4, ago? Like, it's insane. Like... Now, did you ride a camel past there too? Did you I, do that did. Whole thing? I did. I did. I did. Got a little camel. Got a little camel past it. Got a little, check, did a little check quick you out. photo shoot. Mm-hmm. It now, was. It was seriously incredible. Now, I would I'm gonna, go back again and again and again. I'm gonna ask an uneducated question because mm-hmm. the Sphinx that's in Luxor, right? That's a whole different. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Sphinx is literally right, not right next to the pyramids, but it's like kind of right next to the pyramids. So is the Sphinx as magical as the pyramids? No. The Sphinx is really small. <laughs> like, Oh, she's like a little alley cat? <laughs> she's an alley cat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's definitely not. You don't get to the Sphinx like, <gasps> you're like, oh, that's not as magnificent. But like, as how big seen. is it? 10 feet? No, I mean, it's still like kind of big. It's just. I don't think fondly on the Sphinx, like... Okay, all right, got it. Oh, that was amazing. No, <laughs> like, they're tiny. It's tiny in comparison to the pyramids. I mean, it's still cool to see. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wow. But the pyramids are, like, majestic. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. That's 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 a, something that could be, quote-unquote, cliche, but people still need to do it. That's cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Machu Picchu, meh. Okay. How'd you feel about Machu Picchu? Meh. Yeah, it was right? cool. Like I was glad I did it, but yeah, I'm not like oh, I liked. I liked the Sacred Valley more than I liked our experience in the Sacred Valley more than oh, I enjoyed yeah, Machu Picchu. Like the more meeting those book. women, yeah, and you yeah. eating that street rat and all of that. Right. Okay. So yeah. So then, what, what are you going to talk about now? Three things that are still on our bucket list. Yeah, and we, this is a long podcast, so we're going to make this real quick. I'm going to just run through mine real quick. Yeah, I'm going to run through mine as well. Okay, I'm hitting it. So, number one, I want to go to Madagascar. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm most interested in the Baobab Avenue, if you will. I love Um, those trees. Yeah, well, I've seen them in Senegal and Benin, but they weren't like this clear avenue like they are in Madagascar, so... Uh, I'm going in December. If you want to join me, let me know. Is that to our listeners or me? To you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So I'm excited about that. Diving. I really, really, really want to try diving. Um, I love snorkeling. I think our snorkeling experience in Honduras was still like my favorite, but Mm -hmm. I really, I've been doing a lot more snorkeling and trying to swim deeper, like free diving or whatever. Not really diving because I'm not going that deep. What you want to do the Great Barrier Reef? Um, definitely the Great Barrier Reef. I would love to dive, um, off the coast of Honduras. I still want to do that, but actual diving. Um, there's just, there's a number of places I want to go, but I want to, within the next, 365 i want to get certified for diving and do it everywhere and then finally i really want to go to myanmar i want to go see the temples against or the hot air balloons against the beautiful backdrop of the temples Mm -hmm. sounds cute 
Okay. You know. I'll, I'll run through mine fast. Me and Mar is also on my list. I want to see those hot air balloons. Those I just need a picture on that. Exceptionally. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is Galapagos Island. I just want to go mm-hmm. there and see all the flora and the fauna and understand what like is going on over there. And mm-hmm. then the third one is I want to go to Namibia to that Namib Nakluft Park. It looks like it's almost like a painting. I just mm-hmm. think it looks so dope. So those are my three. Super quick, super easy. Okay, if you want to join me in Namibia in December, let me know. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of the travel section. Yes, that was cool. Yes. And we are back to talk about these coins. How you doing, Jessica? You like coins? I love coins. I see because you are the side hustle master. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what we're going to be talking about today on Black Coins Matter. Because you millennials, because again, I'm not a millennial in some circles. <laughs> uh, you millennials do not want to hold on to jobs at all. <laughs> you would rather not work a nine to five for the rest of your life because... It kind of doesn't make sense anymore. And so um, I was, you know, not only do I look at my friends, look at my like immediate friends, but I was also looking at an article talking about how um, millennials are in love with the side hustles. So Jessica, talk to me about a couple side hustles you have, because I know. Oh, I'm about to, I'm like, let me, let me write down these side hustles. Okay. So what do I do for money? (laughs) So. Uh Oh, (laughs) <laughs> well so okay i am a freelance writer so sometimes i write for publications i am a un consultant Ooh. united nations consultant i receive i do affiliate marketing so i get money from brands for affiliate stuff i run a small company called jet black which hey, has dude. a number of streams of incomes on its own and what else do I do? Invest. I'm an investor. Mm-hmm. And That's... I think that might be all of my streams of income. Okay. Wow. So, you know, the uh, one of my favorite uh, little nuggets of info is that the average millionaire currently has seven streams of income so it sounds so Jet like black has three so that makes seven for me well check you out girl ow 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 well with me um you know i have photography um i have a small tiny growing production company called careers of color and i also have i guess i'm an actor now i'm getting residual checks from yes residual <laughs> From that Chase commercial, so you know, people keep on your TVs and don't skip commercials because <laughs> I will get a dollar. Uh, but yeah, we want to talk about. Um, I'm just going to go down the list really quick because uh, the article talked about how one in four millennials work a side hustle. So if you're listening, guys, if you're with four people listening to our podcast, what I hope you do in groups, little podcast, listen. Uh, <laughs> One of you guys should be having a side hustle. So, Jessica, I'm going to go down really quick and talk about five of the biggest side hustles and how you can monetize them. Okay. All right. We're going to make this super quick because I know uh, people have things to do. 
like work on their side hustles. Okay, but, uh, look, because these, dead, these looming <laughs> deadlines. <laughs> so the first one they talk about is consulting. And like you said, you're a consultant for um, the UN, right? Mm-hmm. So, which is awesome. So I have a ton of friends that work in consulting, went to business school, got MBAs, even have uh, JD MBAs, things of that nature. And they do a lot of consulting on the side. It gives them freedom, you know, like they may have been downsized from their jobs. Uh, that's the case for a lot of my friends. And so uh, with the consultantship, you can go in there and uh, give your expertise and get a little check on the side. Yes. How's, how's your how often do you consult for the UN, Jessica? Um, I'm on two contracts this month, which is driving me a little crazy. But mm-hmm. usually once every couple months, it's just that this month they had two things they needed me to do. But that's yeah. good. I mean, so, if I I would like to do it like four times a year would make me that would be satisfactory. Be good. Like every quarter, a little consulting yeah, check. Mm. Yes. So, guys, if you're listening right now, think about what you can do or what you are currently doing and how you can consult on it. Because if you have expertise, if you've been doing something for three, four and five years, hell, even one year, there's no Mm. reason that you can't share that knowledge with something else. And you can't be uh, a consultant for bigger companies that want to speak to the voices of your peers. So Mm -hmm. think about that, guys. Think about how you get that coin. The next mm-hmm. one, Jessica, is blogging. You got a blog. I got a blog. We bloggers, be So I'm Jessica, relaunching my blog next week. So yes, Jessica, guys, this whole list is just. I should just talk about Jessica. So uh, <laughs> I see a lot of my friends doing blogs, and I think it's really good. Like uh, our friend Kim, she has a beauty blog called Posh mm-hmm. and Popular. I'm gonna try to shout out as many people as I can. And speaking of consulting, my one of my best friends, Bobby. Uh, Staten has Appleseed Consulting. So I'm going to shout out some of my friends that are out there uh, uh, with their side on. hustles. So can we talk about OG blogger, Gabby <laughs> Fresh, Young, Fat, and Fabulous, OG that's not, blogger. At this point, that's not even a, a side well, no, hustle. But that's you an know empire. What? It's not, it's not, but I think what's really important about this is like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, let me just do the side hustle. Let me just get a thousand extra dollars a month. Your side hustle can become your main hustle. And I think that's the main point. Because if you watch Gabby <laughs> Greg from 2008 when she started her blog, Young, Fat, and Fabulous, to what is now Gabby Fresh, the mogul. The empire. From U.S., <laughs> which I love her line, even though it's not for me. I'm still trying to fight her on that. And I mean, I just. I just think that she is. I mean, there's so many representatives of people who took a side hustle, made it to their main hustle. But I think yep. Gabby, you want to talk about a fucking mogul? Gabby is a mogul. So follow her at Gabby Fresh. Yes. Give it, let's, let's, let's big up our friends. Let's pour it to our friends. They, love you. Oh, come on. She got a book. Come on. Look, we can stop. She we can, got we can a go show in development with Shondaland. Come on. Shonda, we're right. I can't even. So take I can't your side afford, hustle. Make I can't it your Hulu hustle. every month. And she got shows in development. What that look okay. like? Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah. So, guys, blogging is, um, blogging, it can be a really good side hustle because you can build a community. And I think that's the biggest part of uh, you millennials, uh, and 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 getting money and and working the side hustle is building communities. That's what that's what we need to do in this uh, in this world today. You know, and that's the new wave of the future. And the bigger community that you build, i.e., a Gabby 
Fresh or Lovey or even Jessica with um with uh, Jet Black. You build a community and that community will pour into you and pour into those pockets and you get that little coin. All right. So go, going fast. So another one which, you know, um, I know a couple people do. And actually, funny enough, I know a lot of retirees that do this side hustle. It's Uber. Oh, I don't know what. I didn't know. I thought you were talking you know about no need juice. I didn't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, not noty dudes, not prepaid legal. No, okay. I don't know nothing about selling Herbalife. I don't know anything about too much about the um, the. I can't call. I don't want to call them pyramid. They're called multi level marketing. That's what I call them. Okay. I'm gonna leave those on the side because people could get offended. Mm-hmm. But I'm not buying your noni juice. <laughs> not for me, sis. Uh, but uh, yeah, Uber is actually a really good way for people to make a little extra coin. Um, in fact, I know some people that are very close to me who don't have cars, and Uber and Lyft will literally give you a car, and you just gotta I'm do sorry. like say what now? Well, you didn't know that. So, no, I didn't know I could get a free car. <laughs> so I would have a car. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Jessica's face with that whole moment was so funny. Because I would have a car if I do. So, yeah, so with Uber, I just found this out recently. So, with Uber and Lyft, I don't, they have different policies, but you can literally get a car. And so, if you have to do a minimum of like 10 or 30 rides a week or something like that, which 30 rides a week is like what? If you divide it by seven, is what? Four rides a day or something like that? Four or five, yeah. We're not math majors here. So if you do Uber or Lyft, if you do, it's something like 30. We don't know numbers. It's something like 30 rides a week, and then you can get the car. It pays for the car. And then if you do anything more than that, they'll give you a kickback of like 175. Something where my homeboy was just telling me about it, and um, even one of my brothers does it. And you get a car for driving Uber or Lyft. So I'm guys, to, Jessica, yeah. okay, I don't need Jessica that. didn't, Jessica didn't even know about it. So guys, that could be something you could live, look into to uh, take advantage of that, and that could be a little side hustle, you know. And you Love might, it. you might find a boo in an Uber. I went on an Uber pool date once with three niggas. No, like I met the guy in an Uber pool and we went out. Like oh, that, we were that, like, oh, just leave us at like this a, bar. That sounds like an orgy. Okay. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Next on your list. So um, the next on my list is going to be freelancing online. So that's kind of like consulting a little bit, but it's more just for the girl on the go as yourself. So um, you could do whatever you do, you can freelance online. So I know that I think Jessica and myself, I know for fact myself have used uh, a website called freelance.org. Oh yeah. Freelance.com rather. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For sure. And so if you need like quick design things, if you're well-versed in CSS and coding, Mm -hmm. you can graphic design, graphic design, things of that nature. You can sign up to be a freelancer online and people could pay you, Everything from ten dollars an hour to a thousands of dollars per project. So, yeah. check out freelance, elance, and if you have skills in coding and uh, WordPress things like that, do it and make extra coin. That's really good. Yeah, 
And finally, last but not least, something close to our hearts, podcasting. Podcasting. You know, everybody and their auntie got a podcast. My auntie got a podcast called Two Old Queens. (laughs) But, guys, if you like to talk, because that's literally how me and Jessica started our podcast. I I was kind of apprehensive, but... I felt like we had really, really great conversations. Like, cause you know, Jessica lived out of the country forever. So <laughs> our, our weekly or even daily talks would be just, I, we just wanted to record them and that's how we started. So um, no matter what expertise you have, your voice matters. I think, I think everybody who's listening to this has a voice, matter? has a voice. They do, you know, I want to, you know, want to empower people. So I think everybody voice matters. Uh, and if you can whip it up, the barriers to entry in podcasting is is fairly cheap. I mean, if you got a computer, it's free. If you have a laptop, you can podcast. You can podcast because me and Jessica shoestring budget are facetiming and podcasting and start a Facebook yeah. page and call her a day. So, um, but yeah, you know, something that me and Jessica are both looking to do is definitely to get uh, sponsors soon. And so sponsors, if you advertise on there and talk about pillow pillowcases and panties and fruits nature and box. nature box and audible and bevel and whatever, listen, we are not above hoeing out for a product, okay? Okay, I, so, I think we have to get real consistent. <laughs> we got to get real consistent. That's what we're trying to do. But you can make up as two hundred and fifty a week, five hundred a week, or even more. It's endless. So, you know, yeah. You can do things like that. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys. So, guys, this is, uh, so with that note, on that note. We need to talk offline. We will talk offline. So, guys, um, I gave you five examples of how you can have a, a side hustle and monetize it. But there's so many more that you could think of. So, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, think about what you love to do already, what you're good at, and turn into a coin because Guess what? Photography for me was a side hustle. Was a side hustle, and uh, do we want to talk about your coins? No coins that developed from your side hustle. You never know, but it's not about me. It's about you. So, guys, <laughs> that is it for Black Coins Matter this week, and uh, we're going to move on. Yes, we are going to move on. And one thing that we hadn't written on our agenda um, is our listener emails. Oh, gosh. Okay. I don't know what we're calling that section just yet. Listener emails. Do you want... Should I talk about that now? Let's do listener email. Let's do a listener email. Yeah. We're going to just do one. Yeah. We don't know how often we're going to get these. Uh, I want to hold on to them. So, um, but definitely, guys, if you have a question, a comment, a joke, or something... Email us at africanandahafrican at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So we have an email from... Jessica, you see me, do you see me being a thought? What are you doing? <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Ew, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Did you continue. put your pants down? No, 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 I have on my pants. I have on oh, my pants. What are you taking a picture of? Jessica, go on with the show, please. Okay. <laughs> weird okay um so we have an email from legally confused she said good day squad welcome 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 back extra over love the show (laughs) although everything brings me joy i really enjoy the black coins matter section here's Mm. the question i am preparing for law school 
I am a woman of a certain age. Come on. (laughs) She's 32. (laughs) So at this point, I'm a non-traditional student for law school. I want to go to school full-time, which means no full-time work anymore. But since I have some debt and a vehicle on its last leg, I am considering working one more year. Instead of opening a high-yield savings account, Take that money and the money from another year of work to pay everything off. But should I? The dilemma. My age. I don't have a child, so it's just me. But that is another step in my life. I know I can work for years, but law school is three years. And if, God willing, I apply and get in this year, I will be 30 years old at graduation. 30? The stats. 30 35. 35. She said 35. Okay. The stats. Two credit cards, balance, 4900 both, rounded up. Recurring monthly overhead, 1267 You better give us these but exact what figures, kind of, girl. She better give in all this rent. Because you, you, first of all, she has a spreadsheet. That's why I'm fucking with you legally confused. Because you Lord. are doing better than me already. <laughs> she said, I do have other debt, but unless I get my overtime at work... I'm currently a junior paralegal at a well-known firm, so they got money. (laughs) (laughs) I can only do so much. They are not crazy, and they're very old, like a seven-year-old Verizon bill, things like that. I do not want to go to bankruptcy to get out of this. I believe I can take care of this. I do have another small savings account in a 401k and Roth IRA at my current position. Thanks. Legally confused. See, she got it together. Let me tell you about black women. They be having it together. That's a whole nother. uh, It's just. We just. That's a whole nother summit. (sighs) But still not enough for black men. But that's not the question. question. We're not going there. Legally confused. This is really, really good. I, you, you can start and then I'll follow yeah, up. I'll start. Well, I want to talk about the things she's doing right. I think a lot of times people do not think, people don't just do something as simple as writing down their overhead. Like mm-hmm. if you know how much you're spending out, I mean spending every month, just knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. And that's that that talks about um, uh, the thing I always talk about is lifestyle inflation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I had a car that was paid for, because I'm a victim of lifestyle inf- inflation. I had a car that was paid for. I had rent. I had a roommate. This was two, three years ago mm-hmm. when um, when me and James were roommates. And I was 32 and I was good. Like, I could hop on a plane at any given moment because my overhead was about $1,300 a month. Now, I'm a grown-ass man with my own apartment and a car note and... You know, know that overhead. So the fact that, you know, I think is amazing. And I think that you sound like you have a pretty sound plan. The fact that you already have uh, a Roth IRA set up, the fact that you already have a uh, uh, a savings, a high interest yield savings account set up. And the fact that, you know, exactly what your credit cards are and your forty nine hundred dollars ain't nothing in credit card debt, honestly. It is. Some people, I mean, it's obviously weighing her down. So she she doesn't okay. have a high yield savings account yet. She wants oh, to open okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So she's asking, should she? Yeah. So may I? 
I was just going to say, so I think we talked about this on the episode before. Maybe it was like one of the investment episodes. I don't know. But (laughs) I would say absolutely. If you have a ton of savings, pay your debt off because your debt is growing at a much higher rate than your savings is. Unless you are investing in the stock market and you're making 60% Mm -hmm. returns, you're probably only making 1% at best. And your debt is growing at a rate of 14% um, annually, which is a little over 1% per month. So I really think if you have the money, pay off your debt. I did it one time. I had to drop 3K out of, I pulled my save, 3K out of my savings, paid off my debt. It hurt really badly. Um, But it had to be done because, you know, in the long run, you're saving money. So, and I think I, 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 I'm a believer that if you have an emergency, you can pay for it on a credit card and there's no situation where you're going to need that $3,000 in cash unless you need to go to a bail bondsman, which is whatever. (laughs) But I really think if you have the money, pay down your debt as soon as possible. That's what I would say. That's, that's true. And, and, and just to piggyback off what you said, it's all about the rates. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're being if you have interest on on that debt, then look at the interest that you may be making on investing in the stock market. But I don't know any I don't know any high yield savings account. I don't know the highest yield you could ever get will never compare to what you'll be spending on the interest on credit cards. So to Jessica's point, that's a I would say that's a no brainer. Get out of debt first, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Move forward, but you sound like you're doing good. Yeah. Yeah, you got this. Legally Confused, thank you so much for writing in. Again, if you have questions for us, hit us up at African and uh, African at gmail.com. Yes, so we're bringing the show to a close. I think we have some Black Car Revoked, but I want to get this word association in with you because Jessica, you know, is lacking in blackness lately. Which is so, I just... I'll be trying, y'all. Uh, wait, I'm gonna do my black car revolt because it took me a lot yeah. to come up with these two black things, okay, and I found them, and they're really important to go my ahead. heart. Yay for you! The first Ooh. is the fact that Cardi B and her phenomenal hit "Bodak Yellow" went number one, and that's so important because hashtag for the culture. And I know there's a lot of like respectability folks out there who are like, oh, I don't like Cardi B and oh my God, I can't believe that song. uh, Everybody, some of these black folks are out here hating. The respectability politics folks who are like, police won't shoot you if you wear a suit. Those type of people. But here's what I want to say. If you want to maintain your black car this week, no matter where you are, when the song Bodak Yellow comes on, you stand up and you sing those words proudly. It doesn't matter who's around to listen. I was in spinning class this morning. And I sang those lyrics proudly, out loud. I could barely breathe, but I made sure I sang some of it. Jessica is so cute in her love for Cardi B. It's like she discovered her on her own. (laughs) She dropped two two mixtapes in six months. What bitch working as hard as me? Okay. Okay. So kudos for you and Cardi B, Jessica. Yeah, I was so happy for her. And people were trying to hate on her. What's her name? Azalea Banks tried to hate on her. And do you know what Cardi B did? Cardi B posted a video of Azalea Banks going in, in the club, singing Bodak Yellow, talking about even the haters love it. That it shit like, was the perfect. back of the century. Oh, so perfect. So Miss Cardi B. And kept it moving. Keep on. Keep on. Keep keeping on. Okay, and the second thing. Super quick, super simple. Take a knee. 
Take a damn knee. Because That's the president of the United States of America called citizens sons of bitches while standing in front of a presidential podium, we should all take a knee. So, you know, I, I, when you're I at took, work, I took just, mine, girl. If you just standing at work next to the water cooler, take a knee. Take just a take knee. a knee at the water cooler. There we go. Okay. So take a knee. I got my Colin Kaepernick jersey. I'm actually going to put that on. Uh, I'm going to head out in a few and go get some drinks with some homies. But that is how you can maintain your black card this week. And send Colin Kaepernick a little PayPal. Send him a little something in PayPal because he don't have no job. He ain't got no job. He ain't got a penny. Well, Jessica, thank you for those black card revoked. And um, I'm bringing back one of our favorite elements of the show to close us out. Word association. Which I love. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, so really quickly, first and foremost, I put five names down at the end of our notes section. Okay, should I and look the, at this? Yes, so read the names aloud. Number one, <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. Have you heard of him? I've heard the name. I okay. Don't know what he's saying. No, actually, does he have red hair? No, that's Little Yachty. Oh, but close. Okay. Go close. ahead. Good, good, Number good two, 21 Savage, who's dating Amber Rose. Go check it, check you out, girl. Okay. Number three, Little Yachty, who apparently has red hair. Number yes. four, Kodak Black. Is that... Hold on, wait, now I'm fucked up. Is that somehow <laughs> related to Bodak Yellow? Yes, it is, in fact. <gasps> oh! Okay, okay, okay. And then Travis Scott, who used to be in a group? Did he used to be in a group? No. No, that's Tyler, the creator. Did he used to be in a group? Huh? Was Tyler, the creator, in a group? Yeah, he was with, with well, kind of. He was with that whole mob, that uh, big crew of people. Oh. Travis Scott, Travis Scott. Is he the... No, that's Jeremy Scott. But I feel like it's Travis Scott. He sang, he did the song that was on the show last week, Boredom. That is Tyler, the creator. Okay. So just fo- focus on okay. just right. focus on these people. So we're going to do some quick word association and we'll see so i got like eight questions all right okay so the first one is isa who started no it's with one of the five people that are on the list oh isa isa oh i have to guess which one 21 savage Yes! Look at you! Because he said he has a a knife tattooed on his forehead, but it looks like a cross. And that's he started the whole thing because he said, it's a knife. (laughs) Google that. Google that. Okay, Okay, number two. Who was on the hit song, Bad and Bougie? Shit. Because there was not a Migos. One of the Migoses was not on Bad and Bougie. And they replaced... Well, not replaced, but... It featured another artist. Little Uzi Bird? Yes! Two for two! Ah! <laughs> okay. okay, all right. This is the rumored baby father of Kylie Jenner. Travis Scott. Yes! Ooh, you, three I for wasn't three. even going to guess. I, I read that somewhere. <laughs> all right. This guy said, Kiki Palmer, she's straight. I bag her, but I don't really like black girls like that. They all right. <laughs> Who the fuck? Wait, which one of these Negroes don't date black women? And with a tell name you, this like is, Lil Yachty? This might be this list. This this is a list of struggle faces, but 
He might be the struggle of all the faces. It's like the nerve. Is it of a little you. yachty? No, it's Kodak Black. I don't. That's a okay. That's a person. Clearly, that's a person. I did not yes. know that was a person. All right. What? So you got one wrong. I have but to yeah, Google that's... all of these people. By the way. <laughs> okay, this guy dates Amber Rose. You already said it. Twenty-one Savage. Uh, this guy. Okay, the next guy. He sings, "Push me to the edge." All my friends are dead. You ever heard that song? No. It's a song that literally says, all my friends are dead. And it's the catchiest <laughs> tune you will ever hear in your life. I'm going to give you a playlist of things that you uh, have heard. I mean, it would be a good. Little Yachty? I don't think he's come up yet. Little little Uzi. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, Little uh-huh. Yachty. Oh, I need the, the etymology of these names as well. <laughs> like... Okay. And last but not least... You actually got this. You already said it too. Um, Cardi B took his flow, and the name Bodak Yellow is homage to this rapper. Bodak Black. Indeed. See how my so, brain works. Jessica, you did awesome. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a I go- guessed most of those, but I knew two. I knew Amber Rose, and I knew Travis Scott. I gave you. You get a gold star, girl. Do I get a black star? I want a black star. No, no. Okay. You get a you get a light skin star. I don't want a light skin star. You get a mulatto star. <laughs> and on that note, we are gonna go out with a little bit of more of Twenty One Savage. Twenty One. That song that I played at the beginning was Twenty One Savage. Bank, bank account. account. Hey, bank account. <laughs> Jessica, this has been fun. You have a great. <laughs> day and a blessed evening thank you till next time <laughs> and we're out bitch be careful when you dumping yo action I ain't no sucker I ain't cuffing no action the streets raise me I'm a whole I bought a Rari just so I can go faster niggas trying to copy me they plan catch a tunnel I might pull up in a ghost no